Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, our team will cover a plea from the nation's lawmakers to Federal Housing Finance Agency Director Mark Calabria to rethink the adverse market fee. I'll also cover in an announcement from the Federal Reserve that it anticipates mortgage rates will remain low through 2023, and an analysis from Pew Research Center that suggests more young adults are now living at home than during the Great Depression. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Howley that covers a plea from the nation's lawmakers to Federal Housing Finance Agency Director Mark Calabria to rethink the adverse market fee. According to Howley, Calabria took fire during a congressional testimony on Wednesday about the implementation of an adverse market fee that's expected to add about $1,400 to the cost of refinance mortgages delivered to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac after December 1st. During questioning of Calabria, Representative Brad Sherman said the need for the fee is based on recapitalizing the two mortgage financiers so they can be released from the government conservatorship. Sherman said this scenario is unlikely to happen if former Vice President Joe Biden usurped President Donald Trump in the November 3rd election, as numerous national polls show him poised to do. This is why Sherman called for the fee's implementation to be halted until next year when a new Congress can decide if they are going to recreate these agencies. However, Sherman said if new adverse market fee and upfront costs passed on to consumers who are refinancing mortgages is necessary, then it should be lower so it doesn't create such a big hit to the finances of families struggling with the COVID-19 pandemic. This stance challenges Calabria's views as he claims the adverse market fee so required to avoid a much bigger disruption and that this insolvency of Fannie and Freddie. If the pandemic further stabilizes the economy and foreclosures rise. And our next story also comes from Kathleen Howley and covers an announcement from the Federal Reserve that anticipates mortgage rates will remain low through 2023. According to Howley, the Federal Reserve left its overnight lending rate unchanged on Wednesday at the end of its last meeting before the November 3rd presidential election and said it expects to keep it near zero for more than a year. In a statement released Wednesday, all 17 members of the Federal Open Market Committee said they expect to keep the central bank's benchmark rate near zero at least through next year and 13 estimated would stay there through 2023. Holly says that will be a boost for home builders taking out business loans and will keep rates low for home equity loans tied to prime rates, which are benchmarked to the Fed rate. 
Notably, the committee also reiterated its commitment to purchase mortgage-backed securities and treasuries to support the flow of credit. In 2020, Fed purchases have helped to drive mortgage rates to the lowest level on record by boosting competition for the bonds, which compress yields. In a statement, the FOMC said in the next few months, the Federal Reserve will increase its holdings of treasury securities and agency mortgage-backed securities, at least at the current pace, to sustain smooth market functioning and help foster accommodative financial conditions, thereby support the flow of credit to households and businesses. Our last story comes from Julia Falcon and discusses an analysis that suggests more young adults are now living at home than during the Great Depression. According to Falcon, while at the beginning of the year it seemed like millennials and Generation Z were going to take a hold of the housing market in 2020, the pandemic drastically changed that prediction. Falcon says for the first time since the Great Depression, the majority of young adults are now living with their parents, according to a new Pew Research Center analysis of monthly Census Bureau data. According to Falcon, the analysis found that the share of 18 to 29-year-olds living at home with their parents has been a majority since COVID-19 cases began spreading. The analysis found that 52% of young adults resided with one or both of their parents in July, rising from 47% in February, and the number of young adults living with their parents grew to 26.6 million, an increase of 2.6 million from February. This surpassed the last record which was set in 1940 when 48% of young adults lived with their parents. Falcon says this year marks the first year the percentage exceeded 50%. Pew Research Center said this is because young adults have been particularly hit hard by the pandemic and economic downturn, as about 9% of young adults said they relocated temporarily or permanently, and 10% had someone else move in with them. The research center's data indicates the biggest reason young adults moved was due to college campuses being closed, which came in at 23%, followed by job loss or other financial reasons at 18%. Notably, the analysis stated this pattern is consistent with unemployment rates as the share of 16 to 24-year-olds who are neither enrolled in school nor employed surged from 11% in February to 28% in June. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Daily Download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and join us again tomorrow.